morning. Welcome to all those joining us for the Kutei Alohas. We're broadcasting from West Long Branch, New Jersey, from the home of a close friend, Steve Rothstein. We're continuing the Shir on the Kutei Alohas. We dedicate the learning today, Lili Nishmas, Bernice Bas Avraham, whose yard site is on the 12th of Shvat, and also Lili Nishmas Shalom Brebavram Abba HaKoyen, whose yard site is on the 12th of Shvat. We dedicate the learning also for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Bas Galia, Galia Bas Tebaita, Atore Esther Bas Galia, and her newborn baby, Eliezer David Ben, I'm sorry, Binyamin Moshe Ben Atorah, and Simcha Bat Sarah, and her newborn baby boy, Sora Basodo, and Toiva Bas Chavapero, and her newborn baby boy, Eliezer David Ben Toiva. We dedicate the learning also for a complete refuah shalema for Yerachmiel Yisrael Doyev ben Frumet Nechama, Michal Esther bas Ruhia, Gitagenendel bas Sipoira, Libalea bas Sipoira, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Shlom Anissim ben Mazal, Avram David ben Chana, Hindachasa bas Chana, David Leib ben Shena, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Soralea bas Chavaliba, Peret Salio ben Sorleya, Avigail Brocha bas Shiradvoira, Shiradvoira bas Miriam, Yehuda ben Soramaya, Chaim Arye ben Brocha, Idis bas Miriam Brindle, Tuvietzvi ben Chaya Liza, Avivayona bas Yisbehendel, Sorocha bas Yisbehendel, Yisbehendel bas Gitlea, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, David Ben Behia, Shendel Baslea, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Besorich Shar Choyle Yisrael. Yihad Sadik, Shezoichel Bechinas Koyl, because the tzaddik who is to this level of being everything and everywhere from top to bottom, he's the one who binds together at the highest levels and the lowest levels. He knows how to be able to teach those people who are on a very high level that, that concept of ma, what, what do you know? To be able to show them that they don't know anything yet compared to what, what he knows. And on the opposite extreme, to elevate and wake up those who are on a very low level, to shine Hashem's light into them. And to make them realize that Hashem's kovoid is everywhere. 
and Hashem is right there, down there with them. This madrega of coil, of the tzaddik being able to reach all of these, he only achieves as a result of being to these makifen, to constantly be learning new things that he didn't know before. Shehim v'chinas, which are like what the Pasuk says, What is this wonderful goodness that you have hidden away for those who respect you? Referring to Olam Haba, Gan Eden, the, the level of realization of the greatness of Hashem that will have them, that's called this Mo, Mo Rav Tuvcha. Mo is this wonderful goodness. Shehem Bechinas Tachla Sayedia Asher Loineda, which is also referred to as the peak of knowledge, which is the realization that we don't know. Kemavur Kol Zois Bahatoyra Hanal. As all of this is explained and elaborated on in chapter seven in the second half of Likut Imran, which this halach is based on. Vioz daika kishehu bebchinas tachlas hayedia asher loyneida, and it's specifically then when a tzaddik is on that kind of level where he achieves this tachlas hayedia, the the peak of knowledge, which is knowing that we don't know. Then that tzaddik is on the level and knows how to be able to teach those who are on a very low level and high level and to merge and attach both of them together to be able to share different concepts from, from one to the other. This is the ultimate goal of what Hashem wants us to achieve. Now, Rav Nusen is going to go into specific detail. What is it that, that attaches upper and lower? He says they can only be really attached through emuna, shehu klal haTorah, which is really the entire Torah. Bebchinas, as it says in Tehillim, kol mitzvaysecho emuna. All of the mitzvahs are an expression of faith in Hashem. Ki ikra hayiskashros yalidei Torah. Because the main thing that binds the Jewish people together and binds together upper and lower, the soul and the body, is the Torah. Because all the mitzvahs of the Torah can only really be accomplished in this world, in the physical world. And the majority of mitzvahs are cloaked in physical, materialistic things. We need to make a pair of tzitzis out of wool or linen. Tfilin are made from the leather of, of a, that comes from the hide of an animal. All of these mitzvahs use physical things. 
and by us fulfilling the mitzvahs physically, using physical materialistic things, this is one of the main things that unites, that brings together upper world, the spiritual, with the physical. This is what brings together what's called the Shekhinah, which is the divine presence that's found down below on this physical world to, to the one who is above all blessings and all praise, meaning to the highest, highest level of spirituality. Because the Sifre Kabbalah tell us that Hashem himself, the essence of Hashem, is above all spirituality. It's above all names. It's above anything we can possibly perceive. Because the Zohar Kodesh says, no human mind can perceive the greatness of Hashem. And therefore, this concept of how it's possible to bring together the highest levels of spirituality with physicality is something that we cannot understand rationally at all whatsoever. The only way to be able to perceive it is through faith. Which the great tzaddikim pass on to us and shine into us. These tzaddikim who have achieved the peak of knowledge, which is the realization that we don't know, we don't understand. And because these tzaddikim are on this level of knowing that they don't know, this level of loyneda, which is the ultimate, the peak of knowledge, therefore they are also at the at, at the perfection of emuna faith. Because we mentioned many times, faith is only in that which we don't understand. If we understand something, then we don't have to believe it. We know it. And therefore, the entire Torah, which is what really bonds together upper and lower, is dependent on emuna, emuna, as that pasuk says, all the mitzvahs are about emuna. Because based on rationale on sechel, it's impossible for a person to rationally understand how. 
upper and lower come together by, by, through this mitzvah tzitzis. Now, by putting on these strings, these eight strings, this connects me to something very spiritual, very high. And this is why the truth is, we cannot understand rationally the reasons behind any of the mitzvahs. It's only through faith that we accept the mitzvahs of the Torah and that we fulfill the mitzvahs of the Torah. Haklau, therefore, to, to summarize this and, and, and the rule that comes out of this, she'ikra hatachlis she'bishviloi nivra ho'ilam the, the main reason, the ultimate purpose for which Hashem created all the worlds is for this connection, to achieve this, this union between upper and lower. This is the greatest pleasure of Hashem. And that's accomplished by performing, by studying and performing and fulfilling all the mitzvahs of the Torah, which are based on faith. The main thing that binds it all together is emuna. Because with, with intellect, with rationale, it's impossible to understand how we can connect physical, a physical materialistic world with the creator of everything who is above all spirituality. And how is it perceivable that Hashem can receive pleasure from, from actions performed by physical human beings using physical objects? And unfortunately, because of this question, of, of how this is possible, how it makes sense, there are many people, unfortunately, that have become apikursim. They, they've lost their, their faith in Hashem. Some of them left, have left religion completely because of this. And some of them go ahead and offer silly, ridiculous, rational explanations regarding the mitzvahs of the Torah. And they try to find support for their rational explanations from Psukim in Tanakh, or the words, some of them even try to, to, to find proofs from the words of the Gemara, whereby these people try to offer explanations that, that contradict 
that do not conform with halacha. And they explain the mitzvahs of the Torah based on their mistaken perceptions. Here he's talking about different meforshim that, that, that are based on philosophy, and they, base, they, they try to come up with explanations of the mitzvahs based on philosophical thought and rationalizations. Because the Torah has in it two powers. Sadikim Yelchubam, Sadikim will go in the path of Torah successfully. They'll understand the Torah correctly and they'll realize that we cannot understand the reasons for all the mitzvahs. And sinners will stumble in the Torah, meaning they'll end up misinterpreting, misinterpreting the Torah. Whereas the truth is, we cannot, we do not really understand the reasons behind all the mitzvahs. Rock, even if the even if there are different svarim, even if sifrei kabbalah offer explanations regarding the mitzvahs, we know that that's just to give us like an idea, something, but not that that's, that's the reason for the mitzvah. So that if, if for whatever reason, that reason didn't apply, we wouldn't do the mitzvah. But rather, we rely on pure faith that if Hashem said to do this, then this is the right thing to do. It's the right thing. It's a good thing. And this is what brings together upper and lower, etc. And this emuna is what the tzaddikim pass on to us and infuse us with. These tzaddikim who are to that level of more, the peak of knowledge. They're the ones who are able to shine into the people on the highest level to make them realize that they don't know anything yet. Whereas to the people on a very low level, they're able to let make them realize that Hashem is everywhere, including with you down there. And these tzaddikim draw faith into the world. And they join together upper and lower. Because these two are dependent on each other. Which two? Because of the fact that these tzaddikim reach such a high level that they're capable of showing the most advanced Jews that they don't know anything yet. That they don't know anything yet. That gives those tzaddikim the ability to show the people on a very low level that Hashem is still with them. 
ומקבל תיימוג גודל ונחס רוח מאיתן. And Hashem receives tremendous pleasure and satisfaction from these people who are on such a low, low level when they do the slightest mitzvah, the slightest good thing. Even from those who are very, very far down, they're lying in whatever they're lying in, whatever mud, whatever filth, spiritual filth they're lying in. Because Hashem's covet is everywhere. Because these people, these Jews who are on a very high level, who are not capable of reaching down to those people who are far from Hashem and bringing them close, these rabbis who can only teach people who are very advanced, very knowledgeable, and even when these rabbis are teaching Torah or bringing people close to Hashem, it's only people who are already very religious and very knowledgeable. They're, they're on a certain level. Whereas those people who are low, those people who are lying in the lowest places, they cannot bring them close. This, this problem, the fact that they can only deal with people who are very religious and very advanced and they cannot help those people who are very far from Hashem, this problem is, is because of their das. What do we mean? It's because it seems to them that they already understand Hashem. They know what Hashem is all about. And based on their perception of the greatness of Hashem, their perception is that these people can't come close to Hashem. Especially if it's a person who's already done many sins. Whereas the tzaddik, who's on a very, very high level, he's like Moshe Rabbeinu, he puts his life on the line for every Jew. Even to save the worst of the worst, we see that Avram Avinu went out to do battle against four kings in order to save Lot. Lot, who, who went to live with, in Sidon. Lot, the Hebrew word, the, the Aramaic word Latya means cursed. Afilubad Poisha Yisroel. Even for the worst sinners in Klal Yisrael, people who are committing sins spitefully, this tzaddik works and struggles his whole life, serving Hashem with the ultimate dedication and, and self-sacrifice. 
And this tzaddik accepts upon himself all kinds of suffering, terrible suffering, in order to bring everyone close to Hashem. Because he has gotten to that highest, highest level of realizing that we don't know, we don't understand at all. And it's specifically because this tzaddik has reached that incredible high level of realizing that he doesn't know and doesn't understand that we cannot perceive the greatness of Hashem, because of that, he realizes that Hashem receives incredible pleasure and, and enjoyment from those people who are on the lowest levels when, when they do something good. Adarabha, and just the opposite of what other people think, the lower a level the person is on, Hashem receives, gets a greater high when Hashem gets some satisfaction from down there, from those low, the lowest of the low. Because this is what really shows the greatness of Hashem. When those people who are furthest away from Hashem when they come close to Hashem, as is expressed in a different chapter on the Kutimran, in chapter 10 in the Kutimran, where there Rabbi Nisal gives the example of Yisroi, that the Zohar Kodesh tells us that we had Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron and all of these religious Jews and all of these tzaddikim, and Hashem wasn't ready to give the Torah to the world. It was only after Yisroi came along Yisroi, who the Torah testifies, worshipped every idol. When he came and he accepted Hashem, he said, Now I have come to recognize that Hashem is greater than all the idols that I've worshipped. That's when Hashem said, showtime. Now we're going down to the world and we're going to give the Torah on Mount Sinai. Bishus Yisroi. Because this person who was the furthest person away from Hashem possible came to, to recognize Hashem. One more point before we take questions. We said in today's shir repeatedly that this, this concept of is what brings us to emuna. The more a person realizes that we don't know, we don't understand, the more that person connects to, to faith. We believe, we believe. I've mentioned in the past the Chiddush from Rebbe Freimel in the Sefer Oinik Shabbos, where he says that when the Jews received the Mon in the Midbar, this is this week's Parsha, Beshalach, that we're going to read this coming Shabbos, when the Jews received the mon in the Midbar, it says that they said, mon who? What? What is it? Because they didn't know what it was. They never saw anything like this before. 
And Rabbi Froimel says the words mon hu make up the word emuna. Because that's what emuna is all about. Emuna is when you don't know what it is. You don't understand. You don't know. And Rabbi Froimel says you look throughout the Torah. Whenever it mentions mon, it says, It always defines mon as that which you, you didn't know, you didn't understand. So that these two go together. The more a person climbs to higher and higher levels of das, if they're really going higher and higher, they, they get to realize that they don't know, that we don't know, we don't understand Hashem. I don't know Hashem. I don't know the ways of Hashem I, rationally. I, I believe in Hashem. And when I believe in Hashem, I believe Hashem is bigger. Human beings have limitations. Human By human being, you could say, I can only go so far. My patience only goes so far. Whereas by Hashem, Hashem is infinite. Infinite kindness, infinite patience, limitless. A question in the chat, just a moment. This is what I just explained, that, that, that in order... In order to be able to help, to really help the people who are on a very low level, a person has to be able to realize the greatness of Hashem. In other words, let's say, uh, let's talk about heating. A person creates something that can provide heat. So there's a certain machine that can provide heat in certain conditions where it's, it's a certain level of coldness. But, but the more powerful the machine, the more it can even deal with a, a, a much colder atmosphere, a much colder situation. And, and the more powerful the heat, the more powerful the light, it can even reach greater degrees of darkness. And that, that's what Rav Zal is explaining here, that in order for the tzaddik to be able to reach down to the furthest places, he's got to be able to have gone up to the highest places. Any other questions? I have a question, Rav. Go ahead. When we read about Yithro, he seems like he did tshuva and he was a really holy guy. I was just wondering, why is it not tradition to name Jewish kids after him? Good question. Some, somebody mentioned to me recently another question, just a moment, about another name that we don't, Yishmael. The name Yishmael. We don't, we don't use that name, even though there was a rabbi in the Gemara who was called Rabbi Ishmael, Rabbi Ishmael Kaingoda, Rabbi Ishmael, you know. The, the, the answer is I've seen in Sfarim that some of the Sfarim prov provide reasons why I possibly the Sefer Hasidim or certain other Sfarim that provide some reasons why certain names aren't used. But, but but we need to know that if there are certain names that aren't used, a person shouldn't say, well, therefore, I'm going to give my child that name, you know. Uh, 
if if there are names that haven't been accepted in Kali that you see pretty much are universally not used, then there's there's a reason for it. Anyone else, please? Rav Zal continues to put the finishing touch on this idea. Because based on how great Hashem is, Hashem really is, it, it doesn't make sense rationally how Hashem could derive pleasure from our physical actions, from me putting on these boxes, these leather boxes on my head, or the tzitzes. Even if the person is the greatest tzaddik, and he does the mitzvah to perfection, his tefillin are the best tefillin, and he puts on tefillin exactly in the right place, and he keeps his mind pure when he's putting on tefillin, we're talking about Hashem, who is infinite, who is above, above, above all spirituality. What does that have to do with Hashem? And therefore, the truth is, we cannot understand this. Rationally, we cannot explain how it's possible that this gives Hashem pleasure. Why should this give Hashem pleasure? However, since we know that it's a fact, it's true, the Torah says clearly that Hashem does get pleasure from our actions, from our, when we give charity, when we show respect for a parent. Because it's specifically for the sake of man that Hashem made all of creation. Because this is Hashem's greatest pleasure. When the lowly, physical, materialistic world connects to spirituality, to the mitzvahs of the Torah, and that's only accomplished by human beings. Therefore, the lower down we go within human beings, the more we go lower down to lower and lower level human beings, people who are further and further away from Ruchnius, from spirituality, from Hashem. When a when some satisfaction, when some nachas goes up to Hashem from down there, that's Hashem's greatest pleasure. And that's why the Gemara says clearly in Brachas, page 34, in that special place where Bali Tshuva are, complete tzaddikim cannot get there, cannot get to that place. Because these Bali Tshuva are elevating the lowest, lowest levels. 
they're coming from a place of being distant from Hashem, from doing sins, all kinds of sins, eating non-kosher and not keeping Shab and all of that. And from coming from, starting out from a place like that, they're turning their lives around to serve Hashem. That's Hashem's greatest pleasure. The Alkanan, therefore, had Sadik Hagodo, the great, great Sadik, Alide Shemara the Hagdoilum Bemala, Bechinas Dori Mala, Shadain Enom Yoidim Clowning and Isbarg, by this Sadik showing those people who are on a very high level that they don't know anything at all yet about the greatness of Hashem. That enables this tzaddik to be able to show the lower levels, those who are furthest away from Hashem, that Hashem is still with them, and Hashem receives pleasure from them, and these people on the low level should ignore the opinions of some of the very learned people, very religious people, who do not want to bring them close, who do not want to invite them to come join Klal Yisrael. But rather, those people project the opposite view. They push these people away with their logic, with their reasoning, with their perception of Hashem. Because those supposed learned people, they don't understand Hashem at all yet. They don't know Hashem at all. Because this tzaddik has gone way above all of them. He is like Moshe Rabbeinu, Shehu Rabon shall call Hachachonim, who the Zohar Kodesh says is the rabbi of all rabbis. And as Rabbein Azal explains over there in the beginning of chapter 7 in the second half of Likut Imran, which this halacha is based on, in paragraph 4, Rabbein Azal says there that a person who understands, who has an, a real understanding about Hashem, that person knows that person knows that Hashem's greatest pleasure and enjoyment is when we earthlings, we people down here in this physical, materialistic world, send up our mitzvahs. When we do a mitzvah, when we do a good deed. Because Rabbi Nezal says there, Hashem has all of these different levels of angels, and Hashem is not impressed with them anywhere near as much as he's impressed when a human being performs a mitzvah, does a mitzvah, or a good deed. Any questions? And now Rav Nosanzal is going to make this much clearer by showing us where this really originates from.
Professor, there's a question yes. in the chat, please. Mm -hmm. Correct. Question in the chat. According to what we're saying here, people who weren't religious and then started keeping mitzvahs are also higher than Sadiqim Gemurim because they've elevated the very low levels from which they come from. The answer is yes. On one hand, yes. But you have to be careful because then those people might say to themselves, then I don't need a Sadiq. I'm bigger than a Sadiq. I don't have to go to tzaddikim to learn from them or to ask them to be mispalo for me or anything like that. That would be a big mistake. On one hand, it's true that Hashem gets a certain greater pleasure from them than he gets from Moshe Rabbeinu. <clears throat> but they still need Moshe Rabbeinu. In other words, they, they still need Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, I remember my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld, once saying that he had a student, there was a person who wasn't religious or wasn't so religious. And, and at one point, he started, he taught this student the greatness of the mitzvah of tefillin. And this student said, okay, Rabbi, I want you to order a pair of tefillin for me, solid gold, 18 carat, you know, the, the best, whatever it costs, I, the, I'm ready to pay. And, and Rav Rosenfeld said that, that he saw this student start out like way below, you know, from way down there and rise up. And he watched this student pass him. That was the terminology that he used. He watched him pass him and keep going higher and higher and higher. So that meaning that there's a certain type of pleasure that Hashem gets from somebody like that, that's. That it, and it makes a bigger splash in Shamayim than, than hundreds of things that, that religious people do or tzaddikim do. However, not to forget that those people still need the tzaddikim. They need the tzaddik. They need religious people to, to, to live with and to learn from, et cetera, et cetera. But in a certain respect and on a certain level, Hashem is getting more joy, more nachas from them than he's getting from the others. When you have a teacher who's teaching a class and there are students who start out, you know, knowledgeable and good in everything. And then you have students who are very much behind, very weak and everything. And the teacher succeeds in getting those students who are weak, not to quit, but to try their best and to grow and to improve and to do much, much better than what they started the teacher gets much more satisfaction, nachas, you know, from the, that account, that's a much greater accomplishment, having been able to take those people who are very weak and very low and bring them up to speed, bring them up to par. And, and, and very often, bali tshuva are able to perform mitzvahs with much more excitement and joy and sincerity than people who have, who, who never did averis, people who were brought up religious their whole life. Now, Rav Nassim is going to take us back to the beginning of creation and show us where all of this originates from and what's behind all of this. Paragraph Tesvav. 
כי עיקר היצהור הנמשך מההשתלשלוס קיטרוג המלוכים שקיטרגו על בריא הסודם. Where did the Yet Sahara begin from, the concept of the Yet Sahara? The Yet Sahara began from the original angels who, who spoke out against the creation of man. That when Hashem was consulting with them, Hashem, they said, Man is going to sin against you. Man is going to make you angry. What is man worth that you should think of him? You don't want to create man. This is, this is what these angels, how these angels responded to Hashem when Hashem said, what's your opinion? Should we go ahead with the creation of man or not? We're in Hilchas Nedorim, Halacha Dalet, paragraph Tesvav. Ki elu hamalachim, shehem bechinas dorimala, because these angels who are an example of Dorimala, a high level of spirituality, it seemed to them that they have an understanding of Hashem. They understand Hashem. They know what Hashem is all about. And based on their perception of Hashem's greatness, that Hashem is on a very high level, very exalted, very great, they couldn't fathom the creation of man. How is it conceivable that Hashem would draw any pleasure or enjoyment from an earthling, from a human being, a physical man, who comes from a, a foul-smelling droplet, a piece of dirt, a human being, a human body is made from dirt. And therefore, these angels spoke out against the creation of man. They said, Why would you want to think about creating man? However, Hashem ignored them. He ignored their perceptions. And Hashem responded to them, is, it for, is there no reason at all why I'm called kind? Who am I going to show my kindness to? Angels? Angels don't need kindness. Because Hashem knew his own greatness. Because there is no one who really knows and understands the greatness of Hashem other than Hashem himself. And Hashem, with his incredible greatness, knows and realizes that this is his greatest pleasure. That when he'll go ahead and create man in this physical, materialistic world, 
And man will serve Hashem in this physical, materialistic world. And even if human beings will go ahead and sin and make Hashem angry, Hashem also knew that there are going to be tzaddikim who are on so high a level that they will know how to bring out, how to draw out Hashem's kindness, even on those sinners. To the point where these tzaddikim will succeed in, in getting those sinners to give Hashem joy and satisfaction. And then Hashem will get even greater pleasure. Because the more Hashem receives satisfaction from lower and lower levels, that generates greater pleasure and greater joy than when he's getting this satisfaction from, from people on a higher level. When, when you get a, a, a father is teaching a child how to play baseball, and, and first the child can't hit the ball, can't kick, and slowly the father has patience and teaches him and practices. And then he sees that kid who before couldn't do anything. And then he sees him hit that ball. So he's, he's so thrilled. He's so joyous. Or again, a child who can't walk. And the parent is trying to do and the, and, and the child at first can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. And then the parent succeeds gradually in teaching that child how to walk. When the parent sees that child walking, wow. Wow, I'm so happy. I'm so proud that he didn't quit, that you know, that he's able to do it. Versus another child that picked it up quickly, right away, was able to do it, that kind of thing. And this is the main reason and the main purpose for which Hashem created the world. And it's from this practice prosecution of these angels, these angels who said, don't do it, Hashem, you'll be sorry, don't create men. That's where the Yetzirah draws his power from. Because the Sifre Kabbalah tell us that the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, came into existence from the from the Midas Hadin, from the left side, from those opposing angels. Because the Yitzhahara was originally a holy angel. And he was one of those angels who spoke out against the creation of man. And that's what turned him into the Yetzirah, wanting to prove to Hashem that man is no good, wanting to get human beings to commit sins, to do bad things, to show that he was right. 
as is explained in the Sefer Pirkei de Rebeliezer, that, that that's how the Eight Sahara really came about. And it's for this reason that the Yitzhahara tries so hard to do battle against every single Jew to try to prevent us from elevating ourselves, coming close to Hashem. Because the Eight Sahara is very jealous of us. Because he wants to prove his point. He wants to show that he was right. He was one of those angels who said, It's Hashem, it's not right to create man. You'll be making a big mistake. As is brought in the beginning of Medrashecha. That when people are committing sins, then those angels who originally spoke out against the creation of man, they say to Hashem, We told you already not to do this. Why would you want to go ahead with the creation of man? Who's gonna who's gonna eventually do a lot of sins? And on the opposite end, we have Kishayesh Sadikim Boilam. When there are Sadikim in the world, Azai Hashemisporach Mispoir Alehim. Then Hashem says to those angels, now what do you have to say? You see, I was right. Look at the pleasure and joy that I get out of having created man, who you guys spoke against. This is clearly written in the Zohar Kodesh and Parshas Trumo. We see, therefore, that the whole concept of the Eight Sahara that we deal with on a daily basis originates from those prosecuting angels. And therefore, the main solution is through the great, great Sadiq who is like Moshe Rabbeinu, who knows how to be able to show the people on a high level, what do you know, what do you see? To make them realize that they don't know anything about Hashem. And this enables this tzaddik to reach down to the people on the low, the people who are very far down, he, he delivers the message to them that Hashem is everywhere, including down there with you. Hashem is still with you and very close to you. Because this tzaddik is the one who battles against and defeats the arguments of the angels 
their their complaints that they said they said Hashem don't create man don't create man this tzaddik defies them and shows that Hashem you did the right thing don't worry I'm going to see to it that you're going to get tremendous nachas for man this tzaddik shows those great rabbis or those great angels that you don't know anything about Hashem's greatness. Because to them it seemed that based on how great Hashem is, it doesn't make any sense that Hashem would be able to get any pleasure, any satisfaction from lowly human beings. And especially not from the lowest of human beings, people who are major sinners. Whereas this tzaddik, and Rav Zal is going to continue. We'll hold it over here for now. Maybe let's try to do a little bit more because the next year is going to be, let's just try to finish this paragraph, if you don't mind, for those that can stay another five minutes. And this tzaddik, based on his incredible realization and perception of how great Hashem is, he shows them just the opposite of what you're thinking. This is what really shows the greatness of Hashem. The that we cannot understand the ways of Hashem at all. Just the opposite. As the Gemara says in Megillah, the, the, based on the greatness of Hashem, we, we realize how humble Hashem is. Because this is what makes Hashem great. To, to bring close those who are far from Him. And to elevate those who are very far down. This tzaddik shows to those, he proves to those angels and to those big rabbis that it's not the way they thought. <clears throat> they thought, they understand Hashem, they know how great Hashem is. And therefore they are against going ahead with the creation of physical human beings. Who are these human beings that Hashem will, will be appeased by them, will be able to enjoy them? Especially after they've committed many sins. But Tzaddik shows them that it's not like you think. It's the opposite. The reason why you are opposed to the creation of man it's because you don't realize how great Hashem really is. This tzaddik shows them that they don't know anything about the greatness of Hashem yet. What do you know? 
because if you would understand and realize how great Hashem really is, you would understand that it's just the opposite of what you're thinking. This is Hashem's greatest pleasure when he's able to draw pleasure and satisfaction from those lowest of places. And this same tzaddik is the one that shows those people who are far down, that they should ignore what those angels said. They should ignore what those rabbis say, that you're nothing, you're, you're, no, you're good for nothing. You'll never become a, a religious Jew. You'll never be a success. That's where their Yetzahara comes from. Who's trying to knock them down all the time. And, and causes them to lose any self-confidence. And tries to convince them that there's no hope for you. Because you've done so many sins, you've done so many things against Hashem. So the tzaddik says, just the opposite. With all the sins that you've done, Hashem is still with you. Because Hashem's kavod is everywhere, even in the lowest places. There is no such thing as giving up on anyone. There's no such thing as a lost cause completely. Because there's no one that really knows how far Hashem's Rachmanus really goes. <clears throat> this tzaddik shines into them and, and gets them to realize that Hashem's kindness is infinite, limitless. No matter what, as it says at the end of Echa, the kindness of Hashem, <clears throat> there's no end to it. And just the opposite, this is what really shows Hashem's greatness. This is really what makes Hashem's great. When Hashem is put into a position to have to use his kindness to bring these people close. And, and in the Tefillah of Yom Kippur Koton, we actually say this in the Vidui, the long Vidui that we have at, towards the end of Yom Kippur Koton, we say there, Hashem, that the, the only way that you're really going to be able to, to show how, how what a good guy you are, how kind you are, is, is if you're able to forgive me, if you're able to bring me close, that kind of thing. We've mentioned in the past the analogy, the comparison between Noyach and Avram Avinu and Moshe Rabbeinu that Noyach is called a tzaddik and Tomim and everything, but, but the flood, during his time, he, was not, he did not succeed in pre preventing the flood. He didn't go out and bring all of those people, all of those sinners close to Hashem, and therefore it's called May Noyach. Avram Avinu, when he heard about a whole bunch of sinners, Sidoim and Amorah, 
He went to bat for them. He went to plead their case and begging and pleading, pleading. But Avram Vinu thought you can only go so far. There has to be at least 10 Sadiqim in order to save these cities. And Moshe Rabbeinu is, is the top. Moshe Rabbeinu succeeded with the Egel HaZohov, with the Maraklim, the worst. The Jews committed the worst, worst sins, and still he never gave up on us. He always defended us and defended us and brought us back to Hashem, always brought us back again, again and again. Any questions before we close? Wishing everybody a wonderful day and, and, and a wonderful Shabbos. This Shabbos is Shabbos Shiro, very, very special. Kriyas Yamsov, the Mon. And the next next week is going to be Parshas Yisrael. These are awesome Parshas. We should be zirchet to, to receive the, the message, the light of the Tzadikim Amitiyim, and be zirchet to, to bring about the Gula Shlema. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Amen.